suicide game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined Hello out there, and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Moran, and my brother, J.S., to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and yes, we hope enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through those high seas of life. Today we introduce Murder, Just a Shot Away, Part 5. And we continue our discussion... Uh, of violence in our communities and our demonstrable, proven political unwillingness to insist upon and our criminal justice system's nationwide disinterest in reducing the extraordinary, shockingly high levels of violence that ruin our cities and are doing so all across the nation. And in fact, having said that, the state of affairs is such that levels of violence will only continue to increase across the nation. When penalties for crimes are non-existent, and in fact, when calls for the police to stop a crime in process won't even be responded to, four assertions. Four assertions prove true. One, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the famous philosopher, was wrong. Man is not inherently good, and we're proving it. Number two, Hobbes was right. We need a Leviathan in place to keep bad men in check because man is not inherently good and will abuse others in pursuit of self-interest. And number three, when no penalties exist, criminals are emboldened. They are freed up to continue the mayhem. And number four, it translates into crime will only rise because we got what the bad guys want. Yes, it's true. You know, recently rep um, reported audited figures verified 3,258 people were in Chicago had been shot through the end of November 2022 last year. And there's simply no reason to assume that those final audited shooting totals in Chicago suddenly and inexplicably went down and nosedived last December, you know, the Christmas holidays of 2022. There's just no way. All, all that shooting equates to one Chicagoan, one unfortunate Chicagoan is shot every two hours or so, every day. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, week in, week out, all year long. And Chicago is the undisputed murder capital of the nation, having led the nation in murders for 11 consecutive years now. You know, full year uh, 2021 murder statistics demonstrate that 2022 was no fluke, no anomaly either. Full year 2021 murder statistics show that 3,561 Chicagoans had been shot. That was the year before last year's you know, demonstrable craziness. And, and to have 10,000 of your citizens shot over a three-year period is simply mind-blowing in the United States. It really is. You know, France in 1792, with all that terror and all that death, you know, the, the year they dubbed 
you know, that you know, forever to be known as year one. Well, Chicago under Br- Mayor Brandon Johnson will be like France in 1792 with only, you know, perhaps two differences. Number one, the year is 2023 and it's in Chicago and the mob doesn't cut your head off, at least not yet. The thugs in Chicago just shoot you, but nevertheless, you're still quite dead. So given Chicago's 11-year run as as murder central, the murder capital of the United States, it's not as if there's been a shocking spike in homicides that caught Chicago's unwitting politicians off guard. Unwitting politicians? Well, yeah, 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 they are. Off guard, shocked by the crime rates, shocked by the number of shootings. No, they should they are not, and they should not be. Not at all. And and an overall gangster mentality prevails among the politicians whom are in office. They allow the violence to perpetuate itself and fester with time. Criminals commit their crimes in a political environment that essentially serves as their protection, protection for the bad guys, and is all but rationalized or ignored by city administration officials. It's wild in the street. Now, it's, it's racist to say that certain areas of Chicago are no-go zones, but that doesn't mean it, that's not true. In reality, everybody knows, everybody knows there are no-go zones in Chicago. The city is not in control of many of its streets, and the gangs have gone mobile. They now drive to far more lucrative targets than their own neighborhoods. Also, they they attack mailmen in their trucks. That's so much more efficient than stealing people's mail house by a house, apartment by apartment. You know, and as I've said in the past, Chicago is getting like Mogadishu now. It's just, you know, run by militias. Now, no one, it, it is certain now, no one can blame Republicans, conservatives for all this mania, this bloodshed. Though, though Chicago Dems and the unions still try very hard to do so. You know, as the, the last Republican mayor of Chicago left office in 1931, 92 years ago, you can see why this argument has traction only among loons. I mean, it's really hard to blame, you know, racism, white privilege, implicit white bias, and discrimination for the out-of-control mayhem on Chicago streets when Democrats have run the city, the city administration, the police department, the DA's office, the Cook County Jail, and the public school system, everything, really, for Almost 100 years, a century worth of progressives in office are busy, as I speak these words, they are very busy trying to shift the blame to business now and employers. Businesses and employers for the out-of-control violence and anarchy prevailing on Chicago streets. I mean, really? I mean, this is a very, very strange argument to make because it totally defies logic. It's irrational. It's otherworldly even. It's an argument only idiots would make. That's not woke, but it's the truth. 
And one has to ask the question, why? Why would any responsible person, why would any executive choose to open and run a business in or from the city of Chicago? That sound you do, you do hear is the sound of slamming doors, the exodus of businesses closing shop, enough of the violence and lack of talent. You say lack of talent? Yeah, a city in which by the time its young people, its students have migrated through or navigated survived and graduated from the Chicago public school system after 13 years of schooling chaos, you know, that passes as education, and what is essentially the Chicago Teachers Union malpractice. Only 24% of those graduates are adjudged as performing at mean level national public school standards. Can you imagine can you imagine what employing the other 76% of these people might mean to your business? I mean, it's just a total moronic mess. So outgoing Mayor Lori Lightfoot will be gone as mayor of Chicago after only one term. You know, so much for her idiotic rule. And among her crazy, crazy moves, I especially liked her decision to ban white reporters from attending her news press conferences. Oh my God. I am sure that imbecilic mood made the city of Chicago a better place to live and work. Oh, you microcephalic monster. And, and, and then Chicagoans, hey, they have just elected mayor, one of their own, Brandon Johnson, a Chicago teachers union organizer and a former middle school teacher who will assume office on the 15th of May. Don't expect much to change. The city will be no safer after he has announced his empathy for Chicago's, not the shot, but the frustrated criminals, and he has actively supported the defund the police movement. This means, in truth, theoretical Black Lives Matter a lot to Brandon Johnson. But real black lives, they don't matter so much to Brandon Johnson because blacks are the ones who are primarily the victims of all these shootings. Defunding the police is probably not a good idea in a city where if the current trends continue, and 11 years of history suggest the trend's going to continue, the expectation should be that during the the the. Brandon Johnson's first term in office, approximately 14 to 15,000 people in Chicago will be shot in the next four years. Oh my God. You know, Brownie in motion does hold that things could change. They could change a lot. And theoretically, they might. You or I might win the Powerball. We're not gonna, but we could. So yes, Mr. Johnson, you go ahead. Defund those police. God help Chicagoans. That only 30% of Chicago's eligible electorate chose to vote in the mayoral election demonstrates two very worrisome trends. Apathy on the part of the citizenry and their apparent unwillingness, uh, or I should say, their willingness to tolerate a lot more Violence. It is the dead of night in Chicago. We're well past midnight now. But that Durkheim constant, that theoretical measure of a community's willingness to 
tolerate only a certain, you know, given level of violence beyond which, you know, deviancy levels, it, they will be motivated to curtail it. Well, that Durkheim constant is nowhere in sight in Chicago. It's not on the radar screen. So fire away, you bad guys. The new mayor, he ain't even looking to end the violence anytime soon. So bang, bang, Chicago. He's singing, Chicago is my kind of town. Bang, bang. Not the Frank Sinatra version. You know, like Smokey, <laughs> Smokey the Bear used to say in those TV commercials, only you can prevent forest fires. Only you Chicagoans can stop the violence. Now, some employers, they have reached their corporate Durkheim constant uh, threshold of deviance, and they have elected uh, and acted to protect their employees. Like Howard Beale from Network, they've had enough and they can't take anymore. Financial firms like Citadel have bolted from Chicago. Boeing, Caterpillar, Tractor, Tyson Foods, they have packed it in and left Chicago for greener pastures. Aon Corporation has left town. Walmart has announced it's throwing in the towel in Chicago. Enough is enough. They're calling it quits. They're leaving Dodge City. And, and when recently the McDonald's CEO threatened to move the company's headquarters out of Chicago if the violence wasn't brought under control soon, Chicago's outgoing but still verbal and still moronic Mayor Lori Lightfoot at a press conference, I mean, where I do believe she relented from her earlier position and allowed some white people in the form of news reporters to attend. She chastised McDonald's CEO for his extensive and justifiable concern for the safety and welfare of his employees and customers and contingency, telling, telling him what would have been helpful is for the McDonald's CEO to educate himself before he spoke. That's what Lori Lightfoot said. See, this is the problem, Lori, you lunatic. The McDonald's CEO has studied the crime statistics. He's familiar with the crime statistics and he understands what the trends mean. And that's what being a CEO is all about. And that's what's worrying him. And it should be what scares you. Mayor Lori Lightfoot. It's, it's almost a criminal act on the part of the CEO of McDonald's if he did not take into account the safety and welfare of his constituents, his employees, franchisees, customers, vendors, and consider relocating the out of, you know, out of the city to avoid all the shootings in the interest of protecting this constituency. You know, all of of his constituents, the McDonald's constituents, are people, they're human beings, and they are now exposed to random, violent, lethal attack, and whom live and work in a city uninterested in increased safety, but in fact, led by a mayor and, a, and, and an incoming administration with the announced intention to lessen, not increase policing. Oh, this really is terrifying. Defunding the police is more important than lessening crime. How do we know this? Because the mayor has stated this is his new position. So of course the CEO of McDonald's is concerned because he is not a moron. He understands the priorities of Chicago's new mayor because the new mayor has made his position perfectly clear. And he has stated that the fault lies with business and employers. I mean, that this makes no sense is more worrisome and startling than the crimes to date for 
it assures us that even higher levels of crime are in Chicago's future. You know, staying in Chicago exposes McDonald's staffers, vendors, its customers, executives alike to the increasingly random and widespread dangers and mayhem that now infect the Chicago city streets. Murder, it's just a shot away, shot away is right. And, you know, you combine all this gratuitous violence with the lack of talent. You know, three-fourths of Chicago's high school graduates don't even meet the already low national standards in math and reading. They're doing away with honors programs. And add to this a high tax burden in the city and the state and the threat and the promise of even higher rates of taxation to come, per the mayor. And, and the city and state are already loaded with debt and pension burdens, and you've got an out-of-control teachers' union and union environment, and you've got to ask the question, if you're running a business, why? Just why are you attempting to do business in such a city as this? And the city has a history, and it's not good news. Bad stuff is in the Chicago DNA. History is ingrained. There are memories, and they aren't good. They bring back nightmares and suggest that there is always, always bad stuff coming down the pike for Chicagoans. If I were still living in Chicago and meet up with the, the, the new mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, I think I'd ask him a few very simple, and I mean simple questions. Hey, Brandon, it sure sounds like you're enjoying my suffering. Why would that be? Number two, aren't you better than this, really? Number three, don't you think you have a duty, a duty to stop the madness, or do you even understand what a duty is? Really, wouldn't you rather be, say, Nelson Mandela rather than Al Capone or Marion Barry? I mean, then there's this. As businesses in Chicago close and leave town, Chicago's treasurer will have far less money to manage, to deal with, and won't be able to hold press conferences in which she will announce further cuts in Chicago's investment in companies and in whole industries involved in the fossil fuel business whom damage the quality of life on planet Earth. Okay, you'd, you'd think that the city of Chicago and the treasurer would want to make you know, they want to think more locally rather than globally when thinking through the quality of the environment given the amount of lead being fired within the city's limits. Talk about the potential for lead poisoning harming children. A bullet to the head or the heart will definitely diminish a Chicagoan's quality of life. So go ahead, Mr. Mayor, you and your treasurer, you should spend more time worrying about changing the city's fossil fuel disinvestment strategy, worry about climate change, and your effort to support those calls to defund the police. But I'd suggest you let your constituency know that murder is only a shot away. And this is the kind of stuff we're going to explore in our next episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. Hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned. There's more coming. Bang, bang. I am in a 
far off place Half of a world away And there's so much to do And there's so much to see Mother Nature's had her way There are mountains and valleys And beautiful hills Each vista something new And though my imagination's been captured My thoughts, they return to you Can you try to convince